I've talked to a wild therapist, a sex and couples therapist, and an art therapist. And now I've reached not the end of the season, but the end of the series of creative therapists whose lives and work I wanted to explore. And of course, this means that today I'm speaking to a music therapist, Estonian Kadri. And if you've listened to the previous episodes of my therapy talk season, you'll notice that the intro music is different this time around. And that's because I decided to cheekily ask Kadri if she could produce a little tune for the podcast. And I'm stoked that this is the result, because I love the tune, but also I love the fact that a therapist is behind what I hope will become the melody that listeners will associate their program from now on. Anyways, here's our therapy talk about what music therapy is and how Kadri became a music therapist. So thank you for joining me today and letting me speak to you. Um, do you want to first off briefly introduce yourself? Sure, of course. Uh, my name is Kadri um, and I'm a music therapist uh, practicing in Tallinn, in Estonia in person, but also online. Um, internationally what's the the ratio actually between in person and online currently uh it's mostly on in person so i've done a few uh, online ones um i'm still getting used to it and also when you do music therapy online there's lots of things to consider um so i'm getting used to it and yeah it's just different really um yeah what are the main differences actually I mean, I can imagine um, they must be a ton, but like, yeah. Yeah, uh, because definitely the latency. So you yeah. can't play music at the same time. You can't improvise at the same time. Yeah. Um, so you need to be mindful of that. You can either sort of have the client on mute and then improvise or sing something and then the client uh does the same but on mute or vice versa or um you know there's lots of ways to consider that obviously depends on the client and their needs as well yeah um and whether it's music listening or singing or you can do songwriting or lyric analysis which is more easier to connect with online right so So this also Beckons the question like what 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 is music therapy for someone with no with no understanding yeah Uh, (laughs) um well essentially it's um focuses a lot on non-verbal communication so meaning using music to communicate um and through sound and through movement and also when when clients are nonverbal, music creates this. Music is a way of communication. There's yeah. no other. There's no words, and music is pre-verbal. So we can, you know, it's a whole. It combines or sort of thinks about the person as a whole. Yeah. Uh, and we all have rhythm. We all yeah. have some, you know, sounds within us. We have voice, which is yeah. so intimate. Um. So there's lots, lots in there. Also, when the client is verbal, but might be feeling nonverbal, um, we can explore that as well, and in the sound and in the music. And 
the clients they don't need to have music any musical skills or okay. skill to come to music therapy it may sound a bit daunting like oh there's this word yeah. music in there <laughs> yeah. like what's going on like do I need to play or even if they're a musician it might be daunting like uh, what would we do in music therapy but essentially it is coming to therapy and just engaging with the whole human being and uh, with the therapist and exploring that in the room and the music is a way of um, another way of communication yeah we don't always need to talk so do you have a typical client actually who who, who comes to you um mm. or is it as diverse as that's as, a good question because yeah. i do uh do a lot of different things or see a lot of different clients yeah. starting from infants to um adults wow infants really so yeah that is yeah, yeah that is mind-blowing yeah. to me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um how, how how does that work yeah so it's a range uh definitely um with infants or and yeah really babies so the youngest i've seen is has been six months old yeah um it's really interesting because i mean you literally have a baby and you can't communicate in any other way it's just through sound uh depending on what their needs are so um and because they're so little and they're still developing rapidly yeah. um you can really capture the essence of a baby and sort of find this connection and eye contact but also um the sort of the sound that comes or the music that comes from interacting with the baby yeah. um it's so interesting and also the um sort of supporting the attention but also um self-expression and the bond between um the mo mother and the baby as mm. well and the attachment uh through songs or sound um so there's a lot in there yeah yeah so the clients i've seen uh it's either learning disabilities or um neurological um disabilities yeah uh with babies okay. with young children yeah. uh, so that's different and music connects the whole the whole brain yeah um and the connection we get and the eye contact and the just the whole being and understanding that child is so important yeah. um with these with this client group yeah yeah is, that is makes that, sense. yeah <laughs> is, is that something that's still part of your work yeah 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 i work with children in this one um facility mm -hmm. and then i work with young adults in a prison and then I do private practice work uh, okay. in my studio. <laughs> is it is it very much the same kind of structure you you use in a session or how uh, is it different? 
Yeah, it's different uh, with children, definitely, because they tend to run around more. They are sort of, they want to like touch everything. They want to do everything. They want to play all these instruments. But with, um, with adults, it's more laid back or sort of, they're not as, they're not like, oh, I'm going to run to the piano and start playing it. Uh, it's different. So it does happen in a conversation uh, and also sort of incorporating the free improvisation within it, mm. um, whatever emerges uh, in the session. And also there's more songwriting, lyric analysis, music listening. Um, so it is different in this, in that way. Yeah. But play is at the center in both um, sessions and with, or clients really. So yeah. maybe th is that what defines your main client group? People who are up for that, like people who are up for for play, or is that something uh, you actually, <laughs> you know, prepare your clients for? I think what happens in the therapy room, it's all about play, isn't it? whether it's in the conversation or whether it's in music or art and or movement it's all play and whether people are up for play or whether yeah. they can't play it all mm. says a lot and there's a lot in there yeah that is worth exploring and so that's really the main the main aspect yeah and it's not so much about oh we're doing music or we're doing just verbal therapy, it's all connected. And music is a sort of, is one medium to incorporate, but it's not the main thing that sort of, it's not like we're there to just make music or record and then listen afterwards. Yeah. It's more about learning about the other person. Yeah. Yeah. So music is the sort of third medium in the room. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and what was your trajectory like to, to becoming uh, a music therapist? Yeah, uh, I'm, I think I'm still in the process. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely. I think it's, uh, there's not really like an end point to it. It's always a constant learning, mm. uh, which is the sort of the most exciting thing about it, really. Yeah. Uh, and to learn about yourself through it, clients. Yeah. Um, um, I've played piano from a young age. And after high school, I went to study music um, in London. Mm -hmm. So at Goldsmiths. Uh, and then after I finished, I was sort of reflecting like, oh, what did I enjoy the most? Or what was the thing? that really captured my attention and I felt passionate about. And there was this module on music psychology, uh, which did talk about um, music therapy as well, but it was just all so new to me and I, I had never really considered or even, you know, thought, thought about music um, in this way. And that was really something that stuck with me. 
and I really wanted to know more. Um, and so I did some research and I found this um, course, like a foundation course in music therapy in Estonia, actually, at the time. And I was like, okay, uh, I might try it out. So that it was about six or seven months or so. Um, and it was once a month. But I still stayed in London. So I started working in the music industry. Uh, and when I finished that course, it was just, I was so in it. And I was so, I mean, I knew I, that's what I wanted to do. Mm. And then when I finished the course, I was sort of oh, like not so fulfilled uh, at my job. I didn't really know what to do and I did want to continue the course uh, but that got cancelled that year oh. so I did try I think twice more but it always fell through always something happened and I was like oh and in the meantime I actually moved to Berlin for two years oh. um, and I did work in the, carried on working in the music industry, doing uh, marketing and PR and, um, uh, but then I was sort of, I still had the same feeling where yeah. I was sort of so disconnected from people, like on a real, like authentic uh, level. Yeah. I just yeah. felt like, I felt disconnected. Um, and I kind of, I kind of knew what it was, <laughs> uh, and I started researching on courses, the master's uh, courses, and I did find one course because, like, okay, I've been to London before, and I know how how it works, and I found this um, course in Roehampton, so this psychodynamic music therapy course, and it was the only one I applied for even though there are several ones, but I was like, no, I want this one. <laughs> what, was the, what was the coursework like? Was it practical, most of all, or 50-50, like theoretical and practical? Or Yeah, it was a, it was a mix. It was two years. Uh, first year was more theoretical, but already... So after Christmas, we started... Uh, our first placement so it was quite sort of in there yeah already um which was very scary very daunting sort of what do I do with these people uh what's going on uh I was together with my course mate so it was you know we were in it together and really exploring that and uh, it was a great experience it was in a um, special needs school yeah in South London and yeah it was intense um for sure and second year was more more sort of uh, independent work but also the second placement that started at the beginning of the second year um and i went to i did my placement at the royal hospital for neurodisability mm -hmm. uh, and that was a whole other approach to me uh, where it, it was more functional or it is more functional it is a, an approach in itself it's called neurologic music therapy 
um where you (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. where you sort of focus on cognition speech psychosocial needs uh motor skills so there's there's a lot in there as well and I was so fresh to it and it was really difficult to be in this environment and with so vulnerable people Mm. um but it was it was a great experience uh for sure what's actually the most magnificent or kind of uh like unforeseen surprising change you've ever experienced uh, through facilitating music Mm. therapy I think initially um it, it was this one client I saw at the hospital and um She had a stroke and um, she didn't have any speech. We were working on it and sort of motor skills were very, very limited. And, but the more the time went on, uh, she always knew what she wanted to listen to and what song to listen to always. And it was hard to prepare a session because I didn't know what was going to happen. But in the session, we sort of, you know, you use your creative skills. And um, when she came, there, it was always very, um, it just matched to her um, emotional state at that moment. And that was something like, wow, like she really, she knows what's going on. It's not like, you know, even though she has had a stroke, she knows her feeling and she remembers these songs and she was singing with me even though at first you know she didn't she didn't uh, so much but towards the end she started singing and she got so confident or more confident and sort of using her voice as well and sort of hearing her voice back and that was something incredible to witness really wow yeah Yeah. that sounds moving (laughs) yeah yeah and are there also are there um limitations to music therapy or people who you would say aren't a a a good a good match for for a music therapist mm, that's a good question <laughs> i think I mean, if the client really doesn't like music, then you know. <laughs> I, I heard I heard Freud didn't. Have you heard that? Like someone, uh, said, I read somewhere that Freud like really. I, I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it yeah, true? Yeah. <laughs> Is it true? I think I've heard, it? but I, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but um, so Freud would be a bad client. <laughs> yeah, if he really did hate music. Yeah. But just initially, like, you know, obviously we can still, or I could still work with the client, but if there's such resistance to music, obviously that can also be explored. But if they do feel like, okay, I just want to talk the whole session, I don't want to do any of these other things, then, you know, maybe talking therapy is best for them and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was to book a session with you, um mm-hmm. and and I was just like 
your average client or maybe mm -hmm. may, maybe I wouldn't be I don't know if, if I'm someone mm -hmm. who loves music but I have mm -hmm. very limited skills I sometimes like to play the guitar but it's like once a year that I realize how what a cozy thing it is and then I'll like mm -hmm. try to copy some songs and that that's it um mm -hmm. how what would a session then be like for me or can you like walk mm. me through how you would want to yeah. work with me especially if like if if my problems are super vague like maybe I don't even really know what my problems are mm -hmm. I just sometimes I have a bad temper and like but but things are manageable yeah that's already a good starting point <laughs> <laughs> and we can start talking about music yeah. and that already creates this connection between us and we might even you know try the guitar but I also always say that you don't need to know how to play music or know anything about music because I'm there to support the client and support you and we can explore it together and see what comes out because what happens in the session it's you know it's something incredible and it's something different to how you would you know when you would play guitar in your room on your own and you know sort of play these sounds because we're in a relationship together yeah we communicate at the same time we can play music together but we can't really talk at the same time so it's different yeah so you know creating something from it yeah, yeah. and then you know what happens after the music we can either it does evoke emotion and you know feelings and um we can reflect on how it made you feel made yeah. the client feel how i felt in the music you know was it loud was it soft was it very sort of tentative was it you know what what sort of sound came through it or we might not reflect in the music but we had this experience together mm. yeah and and do you do you have a a lot of faith in like spontaneity and 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 seeing yeah like playing it by ear or 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 do you always like keep in mind that you want to save like this amount of time for um like debriefing the 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 non-verbal part verbally mm. um it's actually quite spontaneous and yeah. being with the client and following the client it's not that structured i might have a plan in mind but it may go completely different way and that's okay and sometimes it is like oh like wow like you actually you can just be yourself in here or you can just explore it and I'm there to sort of contain it and to support it it's not like I tell you what to do or like oh let's play now if the client doesn't want to play uh it already tells me some information yeah already tells me something so um it's more yeah based on free improvisation or free flow of the session if you if you will and and do some people also 
expect you to be more of a teacher because I can imagine you know mm. <laughs> just like th that's a huge I don't know if I would call it a pitfall but it's definitely like a fun phenomenon that that clients walk into you know like normal talk therapy um maybe like a CBT therapist's office mm -hmm. or a psychodynamic therapist's office and thinks this person has all of the answers and is like an expert on the human mind yeah. and so <laughs> it's just like fix these issues in my life and I can imagine like the if you transfer that phenomenon to music therapy yeah. it might yeah. be some of the same but there might also be that you know like teach me how to become like yeah a better mm -hmm. musician and like more in touch with like yeah like music yeah yeah it and it does happen and it's sort of it's interesting because sometimes I'm like oh, okay I can show you a few chords uh and then we can sort of carry on from there or when we play um let's say there's a piece of music and it's really simple chords I can show the client um the chords and that or also sort of um supports the relationship and sort of we can move on from there also it's but it's a different story when the client comes in and as you said like oh teach me how to play let's play this or yeah and I sort of explain like you know we're we're not here to I'm not here to teach you music uh, but I'm here to explore explore it with you Yeah. and sort of being more open and when this is the case and the client realizes they might not come back and that's okay yeah um so it depends on their expectations yeah it was so interesting and nice <laughs> to you kadri yeah. and yeah Thank thanks, you for again, having me. <laughs> thanks again for taking the time yeah of course